All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Just a Girl from Cleveland. This is episode 68, and we are continuing to just completely fly through this football season. I can't believe that in college football, it is already uh, the most wonderful week of the year where the Buckeyes play that team up north. Uh, So seasons are are coming to a close quickly here and it's crazy i feel like the whole year is built up to the football season and then once it hits it just flies by so fast but um looking forward especially to that buckeye game this week should be good um obviously ohio state looked amazing against michigan state i haven't seen our offense explode like that i feel like this season yet as well as they did in that game and our defense played a really great game as well um we won 56 to 7 and it just wasn't even a competition there were no questions about it from the minute that game started that we were going to absolutely destroy them um also notably this weekend Oregon lost so uh definitely going to change some things in the college football playoff picture I have not seen the rankings as of now when I'm recording this. Um, In my opinion, I think that Ohio State should be too based on uh, how big of a win that was against a 7th ranked Michigan State. But I have a feeling that we will be at 3 because the committee will not want us to jump Alabama because that's just how they operate. Um, So I'm assuming that we'll end up being three, although I think that we should be two just based on um, how big of a win that was. Um, And then, you know, we have one more opportunity here to to play another highly ranked team. So uh, just another resume item if we can get it done. And um, then moving on to the Big Ten Championship. So Hoping, hoping for the best. I'm interested to see if they do decide to move Cincy up into um, the top four this week. I don't know if it's going to happen. It seems like if there was going to be a time that it could happen, it would be right now. So that'll be interesting to see and got to gotta keep our eyes on that as well. But um, yeah, just got to take care of business against that team up north. Always, always looking forward to it. Um That's really all I have for college football. To get into the NFL now, it was another just fascinating weekend where I know I say this every single week, but it feels like we don't know anything about any of the teams uh, in the NFL this year. So many inconsistencies from week to week. A team that we think is great might come out and blow out a team one week, and then the next week they lose to a horrible team. It just it doesn't make any sense. The big one this week was the Texans beating the Titans 22 to 13. I don't think anyone was expecting that, and uh, I just I feel bad for people who are really into sports betting because I feel like it's ruined a lot of people's lives this year with a game like that where you are so confident that the Titans have to win that game, that there's just no way the Texans beat them, and uh, they, they lost. <laughs> so that was a pretty crazy one. Also notably with the Vikings beating the Packers uh, 34 to 31. So a closer game. And I think people did expect that game to be close, but obviously you would just think that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers would be able to get that game done. But the Vikings have been, um, a really good team this season, even in their losses. I think I saw something recently that they, um, 
have are the only team in the NFL to have been up by a touchdown at some point in every single game up by seven points at some point in every game. And that's pretty crazy considering their record, but, um, they're a team that fights hard every single week, stays in every game, no matter what their competition is. Um, so I wasn't that surprised to see that one. Uh, I was surprised to see the Colts destroying the bills 41 to 15. Uh, the Colts are really coming into full form now and they're an interesting team because they started off 0-3 uh, early on in the season. People kind of wrote them off, but they were really hit hard with COVID and injuries uh, in the preseason, in training camp time, you know, right before the season started. So I feel like that really affected how they were able to play in those first few weeks. And then once they were able to get healthy, get a lot of those guys back, they've really been able to, to put a nice team together. So they're definitely a team to watch out for that I think people just wrote off early on. Like I said, when you're 0-3, nobody thinks that you're going to be able to turn it around, but um, they're they're beating some good teams and beating them by a lot, 41-15, to 15, pretty significant margin against a Bills team that, um, by all accounts, people have been talking about as a potential Super Bowl contender, definitely a playoff team. Um, and with that loss, the Patriots are now um, jumping over the bills in the division, leading the division once again. And it's just, it's crazy to see, uh, how quickly the Patriots have been able to turn their franchise around. It took them one bad year, uh, or not even a bad year. It was just a mediocre year uh, to come back and be leading their division here again. So it's, it's pretty crazy to see, but uh, Bill Belichick invested in his team. He spent a ton of money in the offseason. He got a rookie quarterback that he is um, fitting their offense around really seamlessly, and he doesn't have to do too much. Their defense is, is playing lights out, and they're looking like a team that's going to seriously compete once we get to the end of the season and, and the playoffs. Uh, also notably this weekend, the Ravens barely beating the Bears, uh, 16 to 13. It feels like the Ravens are just always in these close games, man, that they just somehow sneak them out. Uh, Lamar was out this week, so obviously that is huge for them because he's, uh, their entire offense for the most part. Um, so obviously that hurt them. Uh, but it is interesting because Lamar was out with a sickness, non-COVID related, and I don't know if this is just me thinking this, but Lamar seems to be sick all the time. I feel like he is constantly sick with something, and I don't know if this is just a diet issue, a health issue he's having, or what the reason is, but it feels like I have never heard of a player, and specifically a quarterback, uh, being out so much from sickness. I know he's missed other practice practices in the past for it. And it just seems strange, but, um, yeah, he, he was too sick to be able to go out there and play this weekend, but they were able to get it done anyways. And then in a, another close game, obviously the Browns were able to survive the winless Detroit lions, 13 to 10, pretty disgusting score. Pretty disgusting game. I know it was rainy. It was gross, um, but it was uh, it was a tough watch, and I feel like I'm just repeating myself a lot now with the issues that we continue to have. Baker's inaccuracy issues continuing. He was 15 of 29, one touchdown, two interceptions. Really not good. Uh, some of his missed throws were 
really, really bad. They were throws that you... Baker Mayfield used to make those throws all of the time regularly. He did not have accuracy issues. I don't know if it's his seven injuries that he has right now, but he was not good. Um, I don't know what is holding them back from putting Case Keenum in when Baker is this banged up. Uh, I think when you're playing a winless team, maybe that's your time to use your backup quarterback that you pay $6 million for uh, to have him come in and let Baker get some of those injuries a little bit more healthy because we have a division game coming up against the Ravens in a week, and I'd much rather Baker be healthy for that uh, than trying to force some things against the Lions, who we should beat, uh, and I think we could have beat with Case Keenum as well. So I don't know what the reason is for for not just having him sit and heal up, but um, it's definitely frustrating to watch him not do that well and continue to feel like these injuries are just plaguing the way he's able to play. Um, and yeah, we've got a big game coming up. We have the Ravens, the weird part of the schedule, Ravens by Ravens. Uh, obviously the buy will be huge for getting healthy. Uh, it seems like we're going to have some of our other guys from injuries back. Uh, Kareem is supposed to be back. Uh, Jack Conklin is supposed to be back. So those are huge pieces that we definitely would love to see back out there. Um, take some of that pressure off of Baker especially Kareem is just such a staple of our offense. I think we're, we've really missed him. Obviously it was great to have um, Nick Chubb out there doing his thing. He had 130 rushing yards, 14 receiving yards and a a receiving touchdown. So fantastic game from him, but Kareem has been such a massive part of our offense and it'll be really helpful to see him back out there, but I'm very nervous for these games coming up here against the Ravens. Um, they've been tough for us to beat over the years. I know last year they absolutely destroyed us. And I think it was week one, the first game of the season, Uh, it was probably like 30, 38 to seven or something like that. Some disgusting score. And then we had an absolute battle with them on Monday night football later in the season, 47 to 42. That was the game where Lamar was, uh, quote, cramping and had to leave. We all have our ideas of what else was going on in that moment, but uh, he came back in and got the win for them. That was a a tough game that honestly still haunts me to this day. Uh, I really wanted to win that one, but it is what it is. They're a tough team every time we play them. They're just one of those teams that's going to be in every single game. I have no idea if Lamar will be healthier for this upcoming matchup. I'm assuming his sickness is not going to linger that wrong, linger that long, but I don't even know what's wrong with him. So it's hard to say uh, what's going to happen, but I think I'm assuming that he will be back for that game. But yeah, I'm, I'm nervous for these matchups. We, we need to get these wins. Um, otherwise, it's really going to hurt our, our chances of making the playoffs even at this point. I know we're 6-5, and five, uh, but each loss here just pushes us a little bit further away from being able to make that happen. So um, I'd like to hopefully at least win one of them, if not both of those games against the Ravens. Um, I guess another bright spot in our game against the Lions, the defense did look pretty good. Two turnovers, Denzel and Malcolm Smith. Um, So that was really huge for us. Good to see them contributing. Um, The thing that's been killing us though, man, and a lot of these losses and wins that are 
close games are the penalties. It really shoots any momentum that we have going in a game. Even a game like this, like, yes, we won, but to have 10 penalties for a total of 82 yards, who knows how much more we would have been able to score if that didn't kill us all of the time throughout the game. It really whether it's on offense or on defense, that switches the momentum so fast, it'll erase multiple good plays that you make by having one of those mistakes. And it's definitely frustrating um, to have that continue to happen. And still at this point, this was week 11, and we still haven't cleaned up those penalties. It's definitely frustrating. Every single week, we kind of hear them say about how we need to be cleaning up these penalties, and that's something they're focusing on. And we're clearly not seeing it because we had double-digit penalties in this game. 82 yards, that's close to the length of the football field. So super frustrating when you're just giving up those things like that. Um, so yeah, there. It's a, like I said, it's the same things. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse with it. It is the same things every single week. We're not correcting them still. We should beat the Detroit Lions like the Colts beat the Bills. It should be 41 to 15 or something crazy like that. Like that. That is how we should be beating teams like that. And we're not. Um, I'm trying not to complain too much because... I am always under the belief that you should celebrate a win. Wins are hard to come by in the NFL. You hear players say that all the time. Uh, It's not easy to get a win in any given week in the NFL, so it should be celebrated when it happens. Um, But it's still frustrating that we're just not playing up to our potential. Uh, What we know we can do out there, we have so much talent, and it feels like the pieces are not coming together still. Uh, So it's definitely frustrating, but... Um, I'm keeping the faith. We're six and five. We're technically last in the division right now, but, um, this upcoming week, I believe there's a divisional matchup. I think it's the Steelers and the Bengals. I could be wrong. Um, but somebody in our division is going to lose, which is always exciting. Um, and then we've got, we've got the Ravens as well. So, It's just uh, a big weekend for the AFC North, so things are going to change each week as we continue to go through any win or loss in the division can shift things dramatically, so definitely not giving up hope yet, but we've got uh, a lot of tough games ahead of us, and I really, really would love to go to Baltimore and get a win. That would just be everything (laughs) to be able to do that and give us some momentum going into the rest of the season. I feel like our wins thus far in this season have been games that we should win. Um, We haven't beat teams that are at our same level or better than us, and I think that's where it's frustrating. Um, We should be getting a couple of those games here and there, and I think the Ravens are a great example of one of those. Uh, That is a game against a team that is either just as good as us or maybe even better than us, depending on, uh, it's hard to compare such different teams, such different um, offenses, but they're a great team who's obviously um, had a lot of good years and a great foundation built that they can win even in their worst days because they have that foundation there. So I'm, I'm nervous to play them, but if we can start beating teams that are better than us, I'll feel a lot better about what we are doing in this organization right now. Um, obviously, the big story coming out of the end of this game was 
Baker getting booed uh, by Browns fans at the end of the game. He also stormed off the field, I guess you could say, after and didn't shake hands. He went straight to the locker room. Is a little bit frustrated. Uh, he was quoted today kind of just saying that that is what happened. He was really frustrated with himself. Obviously, he wanted to celebrate with his team in the locker room, but he was frustrated with the way he played in the game and that he made it harder for them to win that game. Um, he also kind of had a snide remark about the fans that were booing, which um, wasn't great. His his attitude was a little rough in that moment, but I also understand how weird that experience is to have your own fans booing you. I just, I personally would not ever do that. So I thought that was a little bit strange. And then we also had the debacle of uh, Emily Mayfield reposting a post about how the rest of the team needs to be tough like Baker or something to that effect. Uh, she ended up deleting it. She said that she didn't didn't totally read the whole thing when she reposted it. She re- reposts a lot of stuff on game days um, and that she wasn't fully aware of the whole thing and you know supports the whole team and all the guys and uh, thinks they're all tough and are all dealing with things. And I don't think Emily Mayfield was being malicious on purpose, uh, but I just in general like have said this a million times. In general, my rule of thumb is loved ones of players just just don't don't get involved. It's never positive. It never helps. It's never going to make the player look better or feel better at the end of the day. Uh, so I just think we got to avoid doing that because it, it brings unwanted conversation and controversy. Even if it was an accident, who knows how someone in the locker room might feel about seeing that post. Uh, so I just really just got to stay away from doing that. It's not going to help us. We need to be united. The players in the locker room need to be united right now or we're never going to be able to fix the issues we have. So uh, there's, again, just a lot of off-the-field chatter affecting Uh, how we're looking at the team this year, and that's not how you like it. That's never a sign of a great team. Uh, Great teams get it done on the field, and it's good vibes, positive attitude, great energy, and uh, you don't have to deal with some of this conversation and chatter. So hopefully we can just get back to playing football and focusing on that and not all of this outside stuff. Okay, well, that is all I have for you guys today. Um, not much else to say. Like I said, I've been repeating myself a lot, I feel like, because it's the same issues week in and week out, but um, that's all I got. If you could just leave a reviewer rating, pretty please, on Apple Podcasts, follow, subscribe, share with a friend. Um, we've got another fun weekend of football coming up. These games should be interesting to talk about. That team up north, Ravens, two teams I hate. Looking forward to hopefully getting some wins. Um, I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy watching some football all day with your families, eating good food, um, and just enjoy enjoy those moments. It's a really beautiful day to just be able to sit there and eat as much as you want and just watch football. Um, yeah, that's all I have for you guys, though. Thanks for listening, and go Browns.